Welcome to Ashamed of Thrones, your weekly recap and review podcast for HBO's Taylor Ham of a TV show. My name is Doug. With me, as always, is Brian. Brian, have you ever had Taylor Ham? No, I've never heard of that before. That's because there's no such thing. It's called uh, pork roll. Anyway, it's this disgusting sausage thing that people in, I don't know, one of the trash uh, states, tri-state area, New Jersey, Philadelphia. That's a state. Okay. They put it on their breakfast sandwiches in lieu of, like, bacon or regular meats like sausage. It's really awful stuff. It's okay. I don't know. Look it up. Okay, That's what the show's about. Um, Okay. Great preamble, right? Oh, no, the best. (laughs) Uh... So season. This is why you're the host. <laughs> that's right. I I'd love to see you take over. Please take over one day. Please <laughs> no. take the reins. Hell no. Okay. Uh, season eight, episode four. As we learned later, uh, the last of the Starks. Very illuminating episode or episode title. I'm glad they kept it under wraps because gave away the whole thing uh, yet again. And I don't know. First impressions is I don't like it. I don't know if I'm just uh, divested in the whole story because I don't. Um, I mean, I've got several thoughts on why I'm uh, disinterested, uh, but I want to hear your thoughts. I'm just, as a whole, I'm, I don't know. I'm not feeling it anymore. Not even like as a hate watch. No, I'm really disappointed because uh, this just confirmed that what was on the screen was what was on the screen. And it's just obvious storylines from here on out, coupled with just uh, shock for shock's sake without worrying about cause and effect or anything that would really make this uh, an interesting thing or what did make it an interesting thing. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I mean, if they've, honestly, if this wasn't the last season and there weren't two episodes left, I would seriously consider checking out on this thing. Yeah, isn't that isn't that awful though? I mean, like, yeah, uh, it really is. And there's a lot of people that that like it. Um, book readers, uh, people that were down on last week's episode really like this. And I think it's because, and I want to, I want to say, I think it's because they liked or preferred the political intrigue. And I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but number two, it, it, number of couple things. I'm gonna go number one first. Number one comes before number two. Uh, number one is. Uh, I don't know, the whole story seemed to be leading away from that. Like, it was like, you know, started as a fantasy. First, uh, the pre- uh, prelude or whatever they call the preface. The first thing you see is White Walkers and stuff. So you think it's what it's about that, but then they don't mention it again for, like, what, two books? Um, and in the show, yeah. they kind of ignore it for a while, too. And they get you with the political intrigue, but then um, you realize, oh, shit, right around Hard Home, right? You're like, oh, fuck, this shit's the real deal. Um and now that's all that's out of the way. We're done with these mundane things. And I'm like, okay, I can accept that. But number two, the reason why I don't like this is you're right, they're not gonna pay this off. I if if this was George R. R. Martin like intrigue, it would be fascinating. If Tyrion was planning stuff, um, you know, with Varys, uh, Varys might do something, but it's not gonna have a good payoff. It's gonna be like uh, you know, the last well, every episode of Lost. It's gonna be a bunch of political intrigue that has no payoff. The payoffs are going to suck. They're going to be out of nowhere, much like what we saw uh, in this episode. Yeah, and so we're either going to have the very obvious, or we're going to have something that is really stupid, right? And that—that's it. There's no cause and effect anymore left in the show. Nothing that's been set up apparently matters anymore. So, I mean, they're, really, they're showing us Danny's going to be crazy, Cersei's going to be crazy. So, I guess they're both going to die, and then I, you know, it, the obvious would be. Their lover or former lovers killing them. Um, I, I don't really expect anything else out of the show at this point. And, you know, with the way they've gone, I, I don't know that there is anything that they can do to wrap it up uh, in a satisfying manner. It, and I think we discussed this last week. If, if the mm-hmm. story you're trying to tell is, and some people have put this forth, and I, I, I see it, it doesn't matter, like, people will always destroy themselves. Like, that's the nature, human nature. But if that's it, I've got that. I've learned it already. I don't need the next, uh, even this episode and the next two episodes to learn that. Um, yeah. I, I guess we're just watching it play out. And next week's, it's going to be a Sapochnik joint, as they call them. Um, so okay. it's going to be it's going to be uh, high flying battles. I expect a lot of crazy bullshit. I expect a lot of action. Hopefully, we'll get all the deaths that we were kind of implicitly promised throughout the years that we thought were going to happen during. Uh, the long night, but we'll hopefully get them next week. But you know, I'm I'm kind of very 
apathetic. I think that's the worst thing you can be, right? Yeah, I think so. I'll watch it just because, um, but I'm not really excited about it anymore, which really sucks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I, you know, I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think I ended last week by saying, okay, they got three episodes to make this interesting. And, uh, I don't know. I, this, this episode was a whiff for me. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it wasn't all bad. I'll try to get, be as positive as I can. Um, so we're just going to do a very sloppy recap because once again, I'm not into it. So, uh, this show isn't monetized. So <laughs> there's really no benefit for me, uh, spending a lot of time breaking this down. All right, so we get the funeral pyre. Uh, they set a lot of bodies, not enough bodies, and no, <laughs> this comes back later when they, when they talk about their battle plans and how oh we lost half the Dothraki and half the um, Unsullied, and I'm like, mm, what? Complete I, bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Like you don't have I, to have like I don't want this all to make tactical sense. You just have to make the things you show just consistency, just consistency. I I don't right. I, I'm glad that they did try to do something to show what happened to the bodies, but they kind of screwed up in like the the scale of it and the, the timing. I mean, it would have taken if not weeks, months, maybe to oh, yeah. wrangle up all those bodies. I mean, it's just they tried to explain it, but I think in explaining it, they maybe made it worse than if they didn't bother to explain it. Yeah, it seemed like the next day. It seemed like the next. They, yeah, they like did the funeral, they cleaned up the bodies, and then that was the next night they had the party. I, I think that's the sense that I got too. Yeah. All right, but uh, whatever. Um, so I did like the score here. So that was the one thing I recognized. They did like an orchestral version, and they brought in the weird piano motif that they had when uh, Arya, Ninja Arya, uh, trampolined in and killed the the Night King. There was a weird like piano uh, melody, and mm-hmm. they played it again while the bodies were being burned, and they kind of like subtly worked it in there. Um, I liked it. I dug it. Um, so that's that's a nice thing. Do you want to say a nice thing? Yeah, I thought so too. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was touching. Touching. Why not? Yeah, and then <laughs> I did notice, though, like they showed Jorah, and then Danny was over uh, him and gave him a little smoochy on the cheek and was crying. And then they showed Theon, and uh, uh, Sanzo was on top of him and leaned over and just gave him a kiss. And I was expecting to see, like, uh, Dolorous Ed, and then Sam, like, crying over him, give him a little kissy on the cheek, too. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the more your fan fiction of these guys kissing. <laughs> yes, that's it's what that's stop. all my fan fiction. <laughs> it's all uh just specifically uh uh Sam and Dolores. Okay, but so that was the funeral. Not much to say about that besides we see ghosts, he's been fucked up, and the way that let's just get ghosts out of the way. Um I feel they handled all the dire wolves and particularly ghosts like they handled Dorn. They don't really want to do it, but they feel like they have to do it and then they're just like, "Okay, we're done with this. Let's get rid of it." Um Yeah, what a John, what an irresponsible the pet owner. Um someone who used to volunteer at a pet rescue that pissed me off. Right. It, you know, just giving up his dog, it's garbage. I mean, we don't get the story of what happened to ghosts. Um he, he's rip, apparently missing an ear. No background or anything. Um you know, and it just completely throws away whatever connection to the direwolves, which is so important in the books, is just completely thrown away again, presumably because of budget reasons, but it still just sucks. doesn't even go over and give him a pet or anything. Yeah. No, I mean, when when they showed him in the first episode or whatever, when they were on the, the wall there, uh, and, like, nobody even acknowledges him. I think, like, uh, Dolores said, looks over and it's like, okay, there's kind of ghost. Doesn't pet him. Uh, it, they've really been a non-factor and uh, why, just why, if you're not going to do it, yeah. don't do it. If you're not going to do it right, just don't do it. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they should have just left it out. I mean, at this point, right. why did they bring it back? Why? We saw him run in the battle and then John abandons him. I mean, what? Okay. Thank you. What, I mean, what the fuck do we, Yeah. Thanks yeah, for that. He's going to yeah. run free. It's like, you know, <laughs> right. Uh, he'll be, he'll be happier, um, on the streets of Dale Mabry. Just let, let him go. Yeah, jeez. Okay, so here we go. Uh, so then we get the party, and things are pretty somber to start with, and then things get progressively rowdier. I did think, so we'll get into the whole meta discussion, not meta discussion, but the macro view of them uh, making Danny out to be uh, a terrible person. And this has been a theory for a while, and I, I've been a fan of this theory, but the way it's playing out, I'm just not a fan. It's just like, uh, I, I just don't, I, I don't like how they're going about it. But anyway, I thought Danny did a great job of trying to um, endear herself to the North by giving Gendry uh, Storm's End, hey, you get a castle. Um, 
and then also cheersing Arya as the the hero. So I thought this was a nice thing for her to do, and also made sense. Um, you know, yeah, the, the 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 word of uh, to Gendry was kind of jarring. It, did, it seemed out of place, and you know, she doesn't. It's really striking too how she just doesn't have any seems does that doesn't seem to have any like personality or no warmth towards her people, which I think is something that is critical if you're not going to be a ruler who rules through might. Then you have to have some degree of charisma or charm, and that, just the way she addressed the people, and I, you know, yeah. I, she just doesn't seem like a good leader based on on her lack of charisma. And it was kind of a dick move of John, like talking to his buddies and not like getting her involved. He should have like called her over yeah. and like, hey, you should hear the story about Tormund's dick. It's great. Yeah, uh, my wife would be so mad at me if I did that at a party. Right, just like yucking it up with uh, yeah. your friends while she's sitting alone. Uh, right. So he bears some responsibility. <laughs> Making sure she knows about some guy's dick. Is yep. that what you were saying? Yeah. Tormund, what other? Yeah. Tormund's telling jokes, so that's what's going to yeah. happen. Uh, but I thought it was fine. I think they, they set her up as a sympathetic character, and I feel like uh, I don't feel as she's a conflicted character. And uh, more on that later. All right. So, uh, yeah, everybody's talking about the coffee cup. Uh, who cares? Uh, you're focusing yeah, on care. the wrong bad thing about the show. <laughs> There's lots of other yes. things that suck than a continuity error, which if somebody didn't tell you on, uh, I don't know, what do you, uh, Jezebel, you wouldn't have known about it. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. So the party devolves. Uh, you get some somewhat amusing things, other things that are just tedious and they seem like just like filler, uh, which is totally, yeah, total fan service. Yeah. The scene. Yeah. And I, I mean, I get that they should have had a celebration. I just, and I can't even tell you why or what, but I just didn't, it didn't really strike me as very well done. I guess I kind of see that they were calm until people started getting more and more drunk. Um, but it was really just, to, I mean, this entire scene, the point of it was to show that Danny just doesn't connect with these people and they don't, people don't really care for her. Yeah. But she's also just sitting there by herself, you know? So, I mean, get out there and mix it up, you know? Yeah. And like I said, she tried. She cheers Aria that got a good. Yeah like yes. uh thing she should have just kept handing out castles you know what i mean like mm-hmm. hey guess what the lath hearth i hear they've got a vacancy give it to torment check, check under your seat you get a castle yeah. you get a castle oh glover the pieces of shit that didn't come and rescue the north uh we're gonna slaughter them all and we'll give i don't know let's say brianna castle i don't know yeah why not uh but yeah we got the drinking uh game going on with pod and uh jamie Brienne, and Tyrion, and that's <sighs> It should have been more amusing. Wasn't um, the best part of it was uh, both Jamie and Tyrion cockblocking Tormund. Um, and then my favorite scene was Tormund bitching to he's just breaking, pouring his heart out. But they pull back and he's telling it to the Hound. <laughs> the Hound just doesn't care. I that was that a pretty funny detail. Amusing. Yeah, yeah, right. I did too. Yeah, and I, I, I. I don't think I've ever used the word ship. Um, I hate that word, <laughs> but I did. I thought it was kind of a bummer that Tormund didn't end up with Brienne, that uh, handsome Jamie just swings in like he did. Um, but then again, you know, from the story perspective, of course, the yeah. connection between Brienne and, and Jamie is so much stronger, and she doesn't even really like Tormund, it seems. And Tormund is not a real character. He's just a comic relief, so it's sure. fine. Uh, and then, yes, uh, Sansa and Sandor, which is a very popular ship, that you like saying, uh, people they call this the Sand Sand ship, uh, in which uh, Sandor and Sansa ultimately Good end up God. together uh, because Sandor re- re- uh, threatened to rape her. Uh, I don't know when she was twelve back in the Red Keep, <laughs> book two or book one. Um, I think it was Blackwater, uh, and they showed that I think on the show. They didn't maybe uh, imply the the sexual threat, but it was probably there. Knowing D and I'd have to watch the show again, and I'm not going to do that. Uh, I don't so think there was. Well, you know, it's definitely there in the books. And then Sansa, well, in the book, Sansa also, like, misremembers it, and she thinks the 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 hound kissed her forcibly, and he definitely did not. So it's a weird, like, a main character has faulty memory uh, type of deal. Mm. Uh, whatever, moving on. Uh, yeah, and then Arya breaks up with Gendry. Uh... I kind of like the way Gendry played it, like a big fucking idiot, like Sap. All I know is that I love you and I want to be with you forever. 
I thought this was stupid. I I like the way he played it, but yeah, it was dumb. And then it it was another time for them to repeat something that doesn't make sense. Another fucking callback to that's not you. Right. You remember that one that thing line. that Ned said in the first season that no one knew what the fuck uh, that no one remembered. Yeah, another dumb callback, a uh, stupid line. Uh, I, I thought Gendry. It's just, I just, he just loves her out of nowhere, even though I, I guess it's just because they had intercourse. I don't know what else would make him love her. I mean, there uh, were clearly there a psychopath. Compa- yeah, she is a psychopath. And she, he, he was like almost an adult when she was still a child. And I, it just, it was weird. And then the whole, uh, he said his last name was Gendry Rivers, which I guess is supposed to imply he's from the Riverlands. That's their bastard name, but he was born in King's Landing. Where I think they, I read online that he would be his bastard name would be Water. So, like the 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 show writers are not even bothering to like. I mean, that's yeah, not, it's not cr- important, but yeah. it's like just not giving a shit at right. all. Right? They're they're bringing in a book detail but getting it wrong. So you're just pissing right. off both groups. You're pissing off the casual fan who's like, I didn't know his last name was Rivers. Was his mother was his mother Cersei Rivers? I don't know. Like, no, it's yeah. you're just pissing both uh, both parties off. Bad move. Complete lack of attention to detail. Uh, but what I think, I think it makes sense because, uh, guess what? Like, uh, you know, people that have high lords, which I guess are people that have big castles or like are in charge of, you know, multiple, like a region, like Storm's End, uh, they can't marry just anybody. They can only marry other high lords and ladies. So it makes sense that Gendry's like, listen, I just got a fucking castle. I'm a big deal now. Hey, you're uh, a lady of Winterfell. This could work. Gotcha. I don't want to get a random person. Um, and uh, we already boned, and I liked it. I, I thought you liked it. Were you faking? Um, I think it was more like a, it made sense as well. And once again, I don't know. I don't know what Arya is doing. I, do we want to talk about Arya? Um, just get it out of the way. Let's. Let's. I, I want yeah, to do that. Okay. So after all this, Arya, and we'll talk about the thing with John and Sansa. Um, but she decides to like leave and travel south with Sandor. Sandor is alluded to many times. He's going to kill his brother. So we're getting Clegane Bowl, or at least they're teasing the shit out of it. Maybe next week, probably. Um, and Arya's going with him, and Sandor's like, I'm probably never coming back. And she's like, I'm never coming back, too. So uh, we know why Sandor is going down. Arya going down uh, implies she wants to kill the queen because that was what she was going to do before she went back to Winterfell. Um, but if she he kills the night queen, night king, and Cersei, won't it feel like too much? Yeah, it absolutely will. I think so. Um, especially, yeah, I think Jamie's going to end up killing her. I don't. I, I mean, they'd be really stupid not, not to do that. I mean, it'd be so far off the page. Um, but then again, you know, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what what are the do. bounds of stupid now? Or yeah, uh, it's or so just frustrating. Out of nowhere. Right. And I mean, and, and this ties into a larger thing that is also continues to frustrate me. And, you know, during this battle plan scene that they have later, they have the they have Arya, who's this magical assassin who can change into other people's appearances and show up. I mean, she could just go and kill Cersei on her own without any help. And you have Bran who knows everything or can go war and then can yeah. warn people. On or, top hey, of that. hey, Bran, before we go out, uh, uh, troops, can you look and see what's happening today? I can only right. see what's happening in the past. Well, can you go and see what was happening 15 minutes ago along the road? Maybe uh, maybe you can't see on the water. Uh, we'll get to that later. But yeah, you're right. Bran does fucking nothing. They don't utilize Arya. Arya is now just a free agent. She's like, well, I wasn't given an assignment, so I'm just going to fuck off and do whatever I want. No, she's an asset. And like, she's a hero. Uh, I don't know. It, it just makes the so like the larger idea that they, I mean, they're ignoring like these this huge thing. Um, that these two people have these powers. And then the, even the dragons, too. I know we lose one. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But the dragons were so powerful. And now, I mean, in the books, they're like the nuclear option. You know, like they they are so powerful that, I mean, I, I don't think that a scorpion or bullet or whatever it was would actually work in the books. But the D&D just neutered it because otherwise, yeah. hey, then then she's overpowered. We're going to get to so that it's just for sure. Like, these larger concepts are just so frustrating. And Arya just going down there without – being involved in a battle plan with her family, who she, in one scene, she's saying yeah. how important the family is. And I'm another never scene, she's coming back. Off. Yes. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm out. I mean, the, the lack of consistency of these characters in the same episodes is just infuriating. Yeah, it's bad writing. It's There's no there's no other excuse. It's fucking bad writing. Uh, yeah. And once again, what is, 
Uh, Arya, she learned anything? What? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. Was she supposed to learn something? Was she supposed to grow as a character? Um, yeah, and we, so we had the moments where she seemed like she wanted to be part, you know, returned to some about to, to human by making love to Gendry and then ignoring the Hound and uh, Beric, but then now she's just back to, no, that's not me. So she's flip-flopping back and forth on an episode-by-episode basis, which is also just frustrating if you're paying any attention whatsoever. It's terrible. All right, so Brienne, Jamie Hookup. It was fine, but I thought it was unnecessary just because uh, I feel like the knighting was as intimate as you needed to be between those two. Uh, and it was like a metaphorical. I mean, he takes out his phallus. Of people who don't know what phallus is, it's wiener, uh, metaphorically. So it is Jeez. his sword. So he swords her on both on both shoulders. And oh that, god, no. I mean, I'm being facetious, but you get it, right? It's it was a very intimate moment. I really don't think they needed them to hook up, but it's fine that they did. I don't care. Yeah, I just I'm ambivalent. I, I just kept looking at my watch, going, "This is taking forever." Um, yeah. Uh, and then he breaks up, well, long story short, he breaks up with her, tells her he's a hateful person, and he fucks off going south. Once again, uh, I know he can't fight as, uh, at all, but like in the battle plan, uh, I think Tyrion's like, Jamie's going to stay here as the guest of Brienne. Like, what? No, he's, uh, is he on our side, or is he an enemy? Like, you know what I mean? Because he was on Cersei's side, and he was the only person that honored the truce, which was we're going to put aside our differences temporarily to fight together. Right. And then once that is defeated, we need to know what fuck Jamie's doing. Cause even if he can't fight, he's still, uh, you know, a pr- probably a pretty good battle commander. I mean, he took river run. He's done other war shit. Um, but even then he's, uh, you know, he's the brother of the goddamn enemy. Like you need to know what he's doing and where he is at all times. Or what his allegiances are now that he agreed and he followed through with it to be on your side until the the whites were defeated and they're defeated. So <sighs> what's going on? I don't know. We've talked about them bungling of Jamie's character arc, but I thought this was, you know, I think he, I don't think he's going back to be with Cersei and be in love with her again. I don't think that's the case. I think he might be just going back to kill her. Uh, yeah, and it would make sense for him to try to do a um, like a, a speech to make her make sure that she wouldn't follow him, um, because otherwise she might try to follow him if he didn't like do a right. You it's know, like we've it's seen like, that yeah, trope. Yeah, we saw yeah. it with the dire dire wolf. Arya did it through through rocks at her dire wolf to make her go away to save right. her. It's just annoying. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and, and I don't know. I, I guess that has to happen for him to go back and kill. Uh, kills Cersei, but um, it just like why had then why even bother to have that relationship for just uh, and you know a quarter of an episode? I think it's for fan service. I think it's all yeah. um, soap opera people shipping. Yeah, shipping. Um, <laughs> your favorite. Uh, going back real quick before we uh, move on, I want I thought about something for Arya. Arya's got to be a faceless man again, right? One time, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying she has to kill Cersei, which seems like she might. But she's got to steal somebody's face at some point, right? Because that's like part of her power. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. How she does have this incredible power, and she's used it uh, a few times. You know, we saw her kill all the phrase. Um, so I, I don't know what she, I, I don't know what she is, and I think this is partly lazy storytelling too. Is she is kind of exists in this world by herself, and she can be whatever she wants to be. She's got this magic power from these people, but she's not a member of them, so she can go do whatever she wants. So, I, you know, I don't really know what she is, really. Because in, even in this, like, you know, she was a Stark, but then she's walking off by herself, or at least with the Hound. So I, I just don't, I don't, I don't feel like her character or her role is very well defined at this point. I think we've, uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%, but I was speaking more to the fact that it's almost like a MacGuffin or a, like a uh, Chekhov's uh, gun where, like, you right. set up that she can steal faces, and I guess that paid off, quote-unquote, with Walter Frey, but mm-hmm. you would think this would be the important time to bring this shit out. Yeah. Maybe I, it wouldn't yeah, work well, on the White Walkers, but it would definitely work here in this situation 100%, right? Yeah, and she was on the way to the uh, capital to kill him or kill Cersei. You remember when she ran into your buddy Ed Sheeran? Oh, yep. 
Okay. Uh, so uh, they're doing the battle plan. Um, not really much to say about this. I did notice that Varys freaked out when Danny said the root and stem as far as uh, getting rid of Cersei. Varys did respond to that, which I think was a nice thing. Um, the same bullshit where she wants to assault, assault King's Landing and Tyrion once again is saying no. Uh, everybody else wants to do a siege, and I think they're on board with the siege. Uh, but at the same time, since Tyrion puts forward this plan, and he puts forward the plan for treating with Cersei, and they both end up fucking over... <laughs> this is how lazy this shit is. <sighs> Tyrion puts forth a plan. Uh, Danny doesn't want to do it. She agrees to do it anyway. Um, Danny gets part of her army or something powerful taken away from her uh, in a very sloppy way of evening the scales. And the perpetrator is the same fucking guy from the last time this happened. If we'll you're, we'll re- get to that. Yeah, I know, I, I'm just putting it out here. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, yeah, so they're setting it up. Sansa wants the people to rest. And uh, John takes Danny's side. So obviously there's some tension there. And Arya's like, we need to have a word. Yeah. Yeah, it's this battle planning scene. I, they they every time they've had one of these battle planning scenes, it just it always seems terrible. Um it, they've never been good scenes. It's also striking to me that they're like they I think it's the scene where they say like the how many roughly how many people are left and the sense that you know we as we discussed at the end of the last episode I mean, you would have thought that the, you could count the people on, on your hands and feet right. that were still alive there. I think the reason is we thought that is because that was how it was portrayed on screen. Yeah, well, exactly. So, I mean, I get that she – I'd rather they come up with some other source of an army, you know, than just to say, oh, no, a lot more people survived than you would ever guess based on the actual episode. And they could have done that. You know, the Glovers could have gotten back involved. Yar could have gotten involved. Maybe a Dornish. There's, oh, yeah, there they did mention the Dorn. Dornish. Yeah. They said the, the new Prince of Dorn um, is is favorable or whatever to your claim. So, yeah, that's another way of evening the scales. but Without betraying what was on the screen right. the prior week. What yeah. you saw is not what you saw. Don't believe your lying eyes. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know. Why did they split the army? Uh, you know, I guess the, the, the one theory is that the people on the boat, they get more rest. They're not marching south. But... I mean, you would think that that they would keep everyone together because they have a limited number of people and they still have the dragons, so the yeah. dragons should be able to protect the army in full. So the splitting people up is just uh, – uh, It doesn't make any sense at all. It just – it's yeah. it's once again, it's like they want something to happen, so they backwards engineered and they don't go through a second draft. Think about it. It would make yeah. sense if they still had an armada. Uh, she doesn't. She has, I don't know, a few ships, and I guess she doesn't even have those anymore. Um, cause she doesn't have the Greyjoys on her side, or at least Yara it might come in, uh, at the last second to kill Euron or something. But right now their ships are a non-factor. I don't know what they're thinking they're going to do with their ships with, uh, you know, obviously Euron able to be in any place, uh, anytime he wants in the ocean. Um, I, I, yeah, it's a dumb plan. doesn't make any sense. And once again, it's just there to, to drive the plot, to drive the, the conflict between Danny and, John and to drive the fucking bullshit way of uh, very lazily uh, balancing the scales, balance the power, um, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, what we didn't talk about was the scene, uh, I guess, after the party where uh, yes. Danny and John uh, try to forget that they're related and just make out for a little bit, and then John can't do it. And uh, Danny says, Listen, this will work, um, but you can't tell anybody who you are, keep it a secret. And you knew right away that John's not going to do that. I mean, right. John doesn't tell lies. He's fucking honest Abe. He, uh, We saw this in the dragon pit. Why are we... Like, I remember that. Why doesn't Danny remember that? Like, it's a stupid fucking... It, it's stupid that he tells Sansa and uh, Arya, but it's, it's dumb even in the universe for Danny to think he's going to do that. Like, I... Yes, and Danny's power of lust too is on full display in that scene, which her character is just becoming more and more annoying. Um, I, I, at this point, I kind of want to see her eat it um, because I don't. She, it's clear she would not be a good ruler, and the, the you know, I guess she's earned it to some extent. You know that she brought the the army that actually helped save the world, but I, I just I don't like her at all at this point. I don't think. 
Yeah, and they've done it. They've done a piss poor job of uh, making her like a. I I honestly don't understand Sansa's um, hate of her, and I understand that Sansa does. She wants uh, independence uh, for her people because she personally mm-hmm. wants that independence for herself. She didn't like being, I don't know, the abused and tortured for six seasons. Uh, so I understand. Uh, that she personally wants her independence, but I, I don't know what... I mean, the Targaryens ruled the Starks for 300 years, and there was only one awful king. Um, that was the Mad King. was her dad, honestly, which obviously would give you pause, but I don't know. We've talked about this. Your sins of your father shouldn't uh, get passed along to you bullshit. I, I don't know. It just seems like Sansa is against her from the start. And yeah, she's... Uh, I, I don't... <laughs> She's not the worst one. She's the Hillary Clinton. You know, she's not the worst thing out there. And especially when you consider Cersei, and we got to get to Cersei, but I mean, if Danny, I'm not conflicted. If Danny burns King's Landing down, I'm like, all right, who cares? That's fine. All those people, well, guess what? It's like, you think people in like, you know, Missouri and, um, I don't know, Wisconsin and Iowa would care if there was, you know, an attack on. New York? Well, they probably did, but I don't... Yeah, I, it was called 9-11. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. I, I don't understand, like, this hate for her. Like, it's like, alright, here's another analogy. The analogies are awful, but... Uh, there's Yours sh- certainly are. <laughs> of course. There's a, there's a show called The Office. It was a British TV show, and the guy, uh, Tim? Yeah, not Jim. His name was Tim. He talked about leaving the job. He's like, I got a three here. And if I roll the dice, you know, I could get a six and end up at a better job. But I could also roll one. So I'm going to keep this three. And I think Danny's a three. Let's yeah. Keep and and Cersei is a one for sure. She is awful. Yes. <sighs> I don't know. All right. That was my little diatribe. Uh, so, yeah. Anything else to say about the Danny-John uh, conflict before we go into the dumbest um, promise ever? No, I'm just incre- – I'm increasingly frustrated with how heavy-handed they've been and hinting or just showing the split between Danny and everyone else. It seems like half of the scenes are just for that purpose, and I don't – I mean, at this point, do they even really need to do that anymore? You know, I, I just – I well, don't know. they need to hit you over the head with it now because they haven't been doing it subtly over the past couple of seasons. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and from her perspective, though, too, I mean, she just lost her the majority of her army. Well, she should have lost the majority. Apparently, she only lost about half. Um, you know, she's lost Jorah. She's lost uh, Miss Sandy. She loses Miss Sandy later. She keeps losing people that matter to her. And then at the same time that she sees that everyone loves John, and, you know, you even had that comment, only a bad man or a king would jump on the dragon, you know. Um, so she's, I, I think she is being forced into a corner a bit, but. Um, like I said, I don't really care about her that much at this point anyway. So, um, so that's all I had to say about that. All right. Uh, so now we get, I don't know, the most shoehorn scene in the episode with, uh, uh, Jamie and Tyrion talking about, uh, Jamie having sex with Brienne. No, no, you're skipping the, uh, the family scene in the the gods. All right. So the stupid promise. So yes. Uh, so after John backs Danny with the battle plan, uh, his sisters want a word with him, and Bran's also there in the Godswood, and they have this thing, and and he says, all right, I promised I wouldn't tell you, but I'm going to tell you. You can't promise. You got to promise you. Seconds later. <laughs> this is painful. It's fucking stupid. Uh, yes, and like this is this giant reveal, and they did this they shit again. Where they, they, they don't actually show the reactions on the screen. It's off screen, so... Why? I mean, just why? Doug, why? I don't know. I've got no answers for you. I mean, this is a very dramatic moment. We could have seen, like, you know, the 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 seven stages of whatever it is, um, where you, you're first in shock, then it's disbelief. We don't get any of this out of Arya or Sansa. We don't even get Bran doing anything by telling the story in a comprehensive way. We need to get to see that. Right. Just cuts to... Cuts the black, and she knows. Yeah, very frustrating. That that the most dramatic, what one what should have been one of the most dramatic moments of the this episode was off off screen, and they just keep doing this over and over, and I'm tired of it. 
Maybe maybe it's because he's already revealed himself. Like they had the he got it revealed to, or us as audiences got it revealed when um, several times when we saw yeah. Bran, and then we saw Sam got it, and then. Sam told John, and then John told Danny. Maybe we're sick of hearing the story. But once again, I don't think it's about the story. I think it's about the character reactions to the story, right? Sure. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. So anyway, yeah. And then later on, we get this weird scene with uh, Bronn, Tyrion, and Jaime, where this ridiculous plot that, that was set up in the beginning of the season where Cersei hires Bronn to kill Jaime and Tyrion. <laughs> But instead of doing it, Bronn comes in and talks shit, and he's like, listen, I just want I want more promises. I want bigger promises from you guys. Okay. <laughs> and if you don't pay, I'm going to kill you later. Honestly, who gives a shit? Um, if if one of them dies from, from Bronn, it'll be dumb. Um, I, this, this scene was so bad. I, I The only explanation that I have is they felt they needed to have Bronn do something. They couldn't think of what else to do. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it makes no sense. First, I don't like this more asshole Bronn. Um, you know, you think that Bronn – I mean, I know he's a cutthroat and he's a sellsword and all that kind of nonsense. But he spent so much time with these people, especially Tyrion, that I don't think – I mean, it doesn't didn't seem in character for him just walking and smash Tyrion in the face. Yeah. You know? Where are they? What what is going on? I mean, this is the hand of the queen. Why is this guy just strolling in there? Uh, what you know? Why didn't they raise the alarm as soon as he walked out? Um, you know, do they have the ability to give him high garden? I don't think they have that authority from Danny. You know, it's just it it just makes. I mean, he just strolls in with his giant crossbow and nobody sees him. <laughs> Nothing. Where the hand of the king is. I mean. We handle the queen, so this scene just was so stupid. And I, unless I mean, the only thing that this could be work out well in terms of long term is if he is instrumental in Cersei's downfall by you know through this pact, um, which I could completely see, you know. Yeah. But I still, it just stunk out loud. I thought, and I don't know if it's going to involve Rand, but I, I, I want this to be interesting. So you keep coming up with theories. This is what happens. I, the people, the internet keep coming up with these amazing theories. Wouldn't this be cool? Wouldn't that be cool? Um, and they're always better than what actually plays out. But I, I would like somebody to kill somebody by accident. Um, maybe Arya, as when she's wearing the face of somebody else. Maybe Arya's pretending to be Jamie and she's going to kill Cersei, and then Bronn kills Jamie. That's dressed like uh, that. Arya dressed like Jamie because she's got her face or his face. Um, something like that could be cool. But otherwise, yeah. They're shoehorning Bronn in. They're like, people like Bronn. Bronn has to be in. People like uh, Leanna. Yeah, Mormont. but then they make him like. I, I think someone that is different from his character. Like, I just, you know, it, he has like, been. He has been moving into a more friendly arc over the course of the seasons. And if you are going to make him an asshole again, you should have shown us his asshole side. Uh, and they did a little bit of that earlier in the seasons. I remember when there was like, uh, I think Jamie asked him, "Hey, if somebody." Um, said uh, ordered you to murder a child. Would you do it? No questions. He's like, no. I'd ask how much. And that you know, that's a one thing that like right. it's a question that like, oh, Bronn's still a piece of shit. You know, you might be friendly with him, but he's still a cutthroat sellsword guy. We haven't had any of those moments of Bronn being an asshole. He's just been complaining about not getting his gold for the past two or three seasons, and now right. he's a complete uh, yeah, cutthroat piece of shit. Even though he's a knight or a lord, whatever he is. I, I hope it comes with money or titles or I, I don't know. I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm okay. Uh, moving on. Then everybody leaves Winterfell. Uh, the armies are going. The two party systems going. One's going to Dragonstone. One's going down the road. Uh, and this Sansa decides to tell Tyrion, and I can't remember why. Tyrion's probably telling her that uh, Danny's not all bad. You need to give her a shot. And Sansa's like, what if there's somebody better? My brother, I mean cousin, I mean this guy. Uh, she doesn't even keep the promise for a day. <laughs> Seconds later, yeah, um, yeah. It's Sansa. Just I, I get she's frustrated with Cersei, but that character just seems so shallowly written that she's just uh, now she's magically smart and also she's just a bratty the whole time. Uh, you know, it's I don't even feel that she ever gave. Danny a chance to be a good ruler, That's whether what I'm she saying. should have or yeah, not. They never. Yeah, they, she she was just biased. Uh, she had right. a uh, prejudice. She prejudged Danny, didn't like her, and her 
prejudices are good somehow or they're they're still like she hasn't overcome them or had they're not based on anything i think uh and and it's frustrating because i think sansa is an interesting character or was and uh yeah she comes off as really whiny really bratty she seems like she's just another danny she's like i'm gonna rule the north and i'm gonna rule the north independently just like danny wants to rule the seven kingdoms like i don't see much of a difference between the two uh, you know, the only reason yeah, why at some point, at some point, Danny did seem open to her and trying to establish a relationship where Sansa just has been, uh, recalcitrant the entire time. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. She's not willing to wheel and deal. She's not willing to give and take. She's just willing. She's not budging. Um, right. And it's, it's frustrating. So I, it's another situation where they're trying to set up Danny as like a, a bad guy and I'm just not, I'm not getting it. At least as a as a viewer, I understand that it's working on these dumb characters, but uh, I don't get it. Okay, so the army split up. Everybody- we did we did uh, skip the scene where I guess we kind of talked about it, but where the hound and Arya meet on the way south, yeah. which I do think the, the that was one thing I did like about this episode is they're kind of reunited on the road, and then we also had the uh, I did enjoy the hound actually talking to Sansa some in this episode and bringing back the little bird thing. Um, I thought that was a good payoff. I think uh, so too. But my problem with yeah. the uh, Arya and Sansa traveling south thing is that if we had like a couple episodes for them to like get into trouble and go on adventures, great. Right now they're just yeah. going south, and you know what we're going to see? Nothing. They're just going to show up in King's Landing uh, next episode. I mean, that's when the battle happens. So right. maybe we get one episode of them, or one like I don't know segment, couple minutes of them at an inn. Probably not. Going to see hot pie. Oh man, maybe Hot Pie is like, I'm coming with you, Ari, and I've got my bread swords. Pachoo! I don't know. What what is Hot Pie? What? I, I don't know. He's got bread swords. Swords made out of bread. I'm ready to take down Cersei with my sword bread. You, I don't know. This this is all you. Okay. Run well I, I just figured he baked be baked bread and put it into weird shapes like a wolf last time. Maybe he did it he could go into battle with some swords made out of bread. Moving on. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I like the idea of the Hound and Arya reuniting, but we're not going to see any of it. So who gives a shit? Yeah, that's fair. It's like a, it's this bullshit fan service where like, Hey, remember that stuff when the show was better. Moving on. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Where so, to next? uh, yeah, we go to Dragonstone, uh, Tyrion and Varys are arguing in the boat about, uh, Danny's not good. No, Danny's good. They do this what later. We, we- Skipped over uh, Tormund's departure. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess Tormund's going north of the wall again, back to his home. He's not fighting anymore, which I hope Danny knew that. Uh, but he's also taking Ghost, John's dog. He's like, I got a new yeah. girlfriend. She's not cool with this. Uh, <laughs> can you take my dog? Yeah. I, 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 just, I don't know, really understand the depart. I guess I understand, but you'd think that... I don't know. We're just saying goodbye to Tormund and that's it. I mean, I don't know. It just seemed kind of shitty. Um, I guess they were, I mean, it makes sense that the, the wildlings would want to go north again, but maybe maybe they take over a castle that's on the wall or something instead of just being out in the crazy yeah, like, frozen north. They don't have or, to go all the way north. I mean, right. the I don't think there's no talk of rebuilding the wall. I mean, you can go up and down, back and forth, whatever. Do whatever you want. Yeah, so I, I just didn't think this was a very satisfying departure. If this is the end of him, uh, it's very, very, uh, not much to it. Nope. You know? And there might be the end of Sam, too, which Sam uh, has knocked up Gilly. And yeah, that's it. of course. Yeah, and, you know, the whole crazy thing, like, uh, I, I guess, you know, Sam should have had a stronger arc. I guess that he was the one who had the information that Dragonglass kills White Walkers, but... I mean, how was that? How much was that actually even employed realistically in the show? You know, it really didn't do a whole lot. It seemed like so. Yeah, remember when he stole all those books and the Valyrian right, steel yeah. sword? Right. Yeah. So he was supposed to have this key, key knowledge and really, I get. I mean, it's. I don't know that the. I don't think that the the, the Dragonstone really did much more than just regular swords. At least that what that wasn't clear to me on the on the screen. And the actual thing that mattered was that Arya had this this dragon gl- or the. Um, Valyrian steel knives. So, this whole big to do about him leaving the the citadel to come up and help. I mean, no, no, no real payoff. I don't think. Well, like he, he knew that Dragon Class killed White Walkers before he went to the citadel. The only thing he learned yeah, in the citadel right. was that 
Uh, there's more Dragonglass on Dragonstone, and I think it was he confirmed it. Like he said, like Stannis always. I think I, I can't remember it. It was really dumb. But John's like, yeah, Stannis always said there was Dragonglass on Dragonstone, and then Sam confirmed it, and he also confirmed John's lineage. That was his whole yeah. arc for going down to the and and curing Jorah. Right. Um. Sure. Kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Sam's probably gone. Maybe he'll write the song "Ice and Fire." Who knows? Um, yeah, not much to say. All right, so yeah, let's talk about Dragonstone. So they go to Dragonstone, or they're on the way. Tyrion and Varys are arguing over um, who would be a better uh, thing. They say they can't get married because it's not the tradition in the North. And I, I don't know. I think John would get over it for if he's willing to do what's best for the people. I think the best thing for the people would be them to be married and rule together. And I think that would solve all sorts of problems. And yeah, John but would Danny to rule together? I, I don't think Danny. I don't no, think that John. Yeah, he would be. Who, who cares? J- yeah, Danny just rules, and John just speaks up when she gets too crazy. That's it. Yeah, I mean, she needs that check for sure, and she doesn't have that right now. Right, Tyrion says uh, him and Varys are supposed to be doing it, but they have no power. They they have no power over her. I, I think John right. could check her. Uh, and I, it doesn't make sense. They're not uh, adequately explaining why they just can't rule together. Um, and it makes all the sense in the world. Uh, moving on. So, yeah, this we got to get to this ridiculous bullshit. So they're on their way to Dragonstones. They're almost there. Uh, <sighs> Danny's flying with her dragons and they're setting it up. And I'm like, why are they showing her smiling? Why is there this like triumphant music? And they're. They're focusing on her big smile, and she's looking lovingly at this dragon. And then the the bolt came in, and I saw it coming. I was like, "Oh, this is funny." And then I lolled uh, for a, quite a while. Uh, and then I got angry because I was like, "Oh man, Cersei's forces took Dragonstone." Nope. There's just some boats that have these scorpions <laughs> that are shooting at this Good flying God. dragon, <laughs> and they hit him with all three bolts. And uh, deadly accuracy, even though the they're being fired from boats. Have yes. you ever been on and, a boat? I mean, <laughs> oh, God, this was so dumb. Uh, yes, so they're up at a million miles. Okay, so they hit on the first three, but then the next 200 don't hit somehow. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if, if Danny's how, – how would the ships see the dragons and not the dragons see the ships? Uh-huh. Um, then Danny does that, like run at them and then pulls off just like John screaming at the dragon. Just like, what even, what is this? Uh, of course, Varys apparently had no knowledge about the, this, you know, even though he's the master. Um, I mean, and then on top of all that, it's Euron himself. That's behind the fucking, yeah. uh, wheel of one of these things shooting it. And I, and I was just like, all right, fuck you. This, this is so fucking stupid. And, and once again, this is all just to Danny's overpowered. Uh, we got to have like a fight where she might not win. She's got both her dragons, and we were wondering like it looked like Rhaegal had died uh, fighting Viserion. And if Rhaegal died fighting Viserion, that's an equal battle. You know, that's worth it. Uh, but Rhaegal just survived from a storytelling perspective, just to die now uh, and equal the the scales, just to show you how formidable Euron is and Cersei's forces and it's just so fucking angry and it's it's a monumentous it's another monumentous thing that they don't bother to explain at all no it's so frustrating um you know and I, I would have been fine with him dying if it was like a battle or something but not just this more shit uh, you know that it and it's even more frustrating in the context of D&D wanted to have a short season this season they thought they could tell the entire story not that they're just lazy and didn't want to do all episodes because i mean they could have actually killed one of these dragons in a way that made sense but this just i mean it just didn't make any sense at all yeah and then even that the, during the behind the episode they said oh. yeah and danny kind of forgot about that they had these scorpions or ballistas or whatever <laughs> i mean are you serious <laughs> kind of forgot so one yeah. her her dragon she rode got hit with one of these things and barely survived another dragon got killed with a different kind of spear it was made out of ice but very similar it's a long (laughs) object hurled through the air at a high velocity 
Uh, so I'm pretty sure she wouldn't forget. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like I'm nitpicking, but I think it's not... I think I want to go back to the... If we take a step back, the point I made earlier is this is the same bullshit they did in season... Was it seven when Danny was overpowered? She had the Dornish. She had Highgarden. She had uh, Yara's fleet. And and the dragons. And we're like, well, this is not going to be an even fight. So they've got to square the fucking scales, right? And right. the way they chose to do it was um, they gave most of it to Euron. Yeah, Jamie snuck up on Highgarden and took care of them somehow, which was equally unsatisfying. But Euron, just out of nowhere, just happens to know where they are and uh, kills everybody. Um, and they, they go to the same fucking well. You know what I'm saying? Yes. This is how, uh, yeah. this is why I'm angry. Cause it doesn't seem like it's not imaginative. They no, And these ballistas that the, the fire, I guess they're stronger than cannonballs. Um, and they're 100% accurate, which I mean, that, the accuracy I, is ridiculous. It really is. It really is. You know, and I think I said right on the slide, someone called uh, him, you're on the dollar store, uh, Jack Sparrow, which I thought was a pretty good line. But it's also infuriating how he is, I guess, uh, he's unstoppable when he decides to do something. I mean, every action that he's taken has worked 100%. So he's a Mary Sue? No. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't really, I'm not really, yes, yes, I think that's the correct term. I try to read what so that was, but yes. Good, good uh, without explanation? Just good at everything they do? Yes. It's unbelievable. Everything he does, he does correctly. And uh, just, I mean, like this, where he's able to just fire these bolts and kill the dragon three for three. You know, Steph Curry out there with the bolts, and it just doesn't make any sense. It's And I feel, I mean, it's very lazy writing that they're relying on this guy just to do all these things that nobody else can do. I think one thing that could have helped uh, would have been a, a spy. So, like, the reason why uh, Kyburn knew that uh, the dead had broken past the wall and he tells Cersei there's a spy. The reason mm-hmm. why uh, they're able to, to sabotage them, maybe somebody in that uh, battle plan meeting room was a spy. And maybe it'll come out later, but probably not. Right? No. Uh, Almost assuredly like, not. But that's a small minor adjustment that would still be awful. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't save this whole series of unfortunate events, but I think it would mitigate it a little bit. Right? Maybe? Yeah, I think so. If they just try to make some degree of sense, that would be helpful. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rhaegal eats it. No more dragon flying for John unless Danny's dying. Uh, then he can, I guess, ride Drogon if Drogon survives the battle, which, who knows. Um, uh, and they take Missandei, and they keep saying, no, so they've got Missandei. And I'm like, who gives a fuck about Missandei? I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, she's Danny's good friend, but other than that, uh, all your ships are gone. I mean, and why? And yeah, why they, they, they smashed capture... the ships, but then they let all these survivors. Right, they let all these people go to the the shore, but they take the one prisoner, Missandei, and we don't see any right. of it. And I mean, do they really? How would they know who Missandei is? Or right, she's why not like she, she might has be a important. Pin. She's not wearing. She's not the hand yeah. of the queen. She's an interpreter. She's like a an extra guy. She's a like a a Davos. Not Davos. yeah. I mean, the only thing I could think of is if maybe she was at the uh, the conference and Dragon Pit, but otherwise, um, and they she, they just happen to find her and keep her. I mean, it, just silly. Yeah, just silly. They don't have other prisoners of war, just her. Uh, and then they so Danny recoups after making a mad charge that she has to pull away from. Uh, and I still think there's probably a way to outmaneuver these ballistas. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, get, get behind them. <laughs> yes, exactly. If, if, get behind, get behind them. them. Because they have the sails in the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. Just go way out. <laughs> Come in right behind the sails. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking stupid. We can't think about the logistics because it's just, uh, it's infuriating. And I feel like it has to be. Like I said, I think if they just took Dragonstone, like temporarily, if, C- if Cersei just took the island, like, and just had stationary ballistas set up, yeah. and, and then you don't have to worry about the dragon not seeing the ships, um, you know, and then, you know, Sir Danny's forces can eliminate all of them, uh, and it would make a little bit of more sense, but I guess you wouldn't have this bullshit manufactured tension with Miss Andy. So let's, let's do it. Um, let's get to that, that standoff, but the, right before it's just more bitching about, uh, between Varys and Tyrion about, uh, 
Danny's gonna kill everybody. And I want to say, she gave him a chance. Sorry, guys. <laughs> she gave you a chance. <laughs> kill everybody in King's Landing. I don't give a shit. That's yeah. where I am. Like, And once again, I think maybe I'd be more conflicted if the small folk felt real to me. This whole world feels very small. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't really care if they, she goes in and kills everyone down there. Because we don't know anything about the uh, about the, the people, the small folk in there at this point. And I guess, yeah, I don't know. Just it doesn't seem like a real consequence. And plus, they're setting it up like it's all Danny's fault. Like, if right. you, if I go to, like, I don't know, let's say I go to rob a bank and I kill a few people. Uh, and then I take a hostage. And then uh, the police end up killing me and the hostage. Is it the police's fault that I took the hostage? So, like, I- I'm not saying that Danny is a good person if she goes in and destroys King's Landing. But Cersei bringing all these small folk in, it has the majority of the blame for if these people get killed. Right. 100%? little bit agree 100 yes okay so but the fact is they're setting up danny to, as being like this monster she's not she's not putting uh these people in that horrible situation cersei is cersei is michael jackson dangling the baby outside of the window like it, 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 she's the bad guy here and i don't understand why they're trying to make danny such uh, it's just not working for me it's it's just not working i don't know what it is i agree i agree with you um. Yeah, I'm not saying that, but I agree with you. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, Varys <laughs> is openly against uh, Danny and says, "I will do what I have to stop her." And Tyrion's like, uh, "Don't, please." <laughs> oh, backing up. So, like post attack, it didn't make any real sense that Euron didn't go like finish off the rest of the people that were on the beach, whatever. Right. Then we get back to Danny is it, it, talking to um, talking to I can't remember off. I guess Tyrion's in. Tyrion and Varys in like a battle planning room. What, just where, like, where are they now? Like, how do they back there? What, They're back on Dragonstone, I guess. I guess, but I mean, did that make any sense to you? Everybody's, yeah, I guess. I, I guess they all swam and they all recuperated, but once again, it didn't make sense that he was there in the first place. So I stopped asking questions like, why didn't yeah. they slaughter everybody? And there's more questions like that coming up, so let's get to them. So, so, yeah, they're in the battle room. She's like, I'm ready to do it. We're assaulting this bitch. Uh, Fuck that. Um, And Tyrion's like, no, let's talk to her one last time. So once again, another situation where Tyrion's offering up what we know is bad advice in the moment and what turns out to be a bad advice. And Danny listens to it, and she pays for it, uh, this time with Miss Sandy. Um, Maybe Miss Sandy was already dead, but um, it's just, I don't know. Like... So they have this standoff. So they go to treat, and the treaty is fucking stupid. Like, it looks like, from what we know of these ballistas, they can hit a dragon two miles in the air, whatever it is, and destroy ships equally far away. Yet, uh, a small delegation, including Daenerys herself, seems to be within, and the dragon are within range of these fucking ballistas. Uh, And Kyburn comes out, and Tyrion comes out, and they treat and they say what they probably could have said through raven uh so this was just really dumb uh, and i yeah i don't like it i don't either um the the, the set looked cheap too i thought yeah uh, um there's there's no know, houses uh, outside of the city walls it's just nothing but grass yeah um i i don't know why they would ever appear there i mean we know that cersei <clears throat> regardless of all the different uh any promises by cersei we know she's a lunatic and she already sent uh Bran to assassinate uh jamie and Tyrion, but they're willing to <laughs> just show up there in front of her where, like she can why why she doesn't care about ethics at this point why wouldn't she just right why didn't she kill at least Tyrion? that's what i don't understand right. like after she all for the purpose go ahead uh, no, that's it. Like, why did why did she not kill Tyrion after uh, killing Miss Andy? Must she still want to honor know. the fucking values of the goddamn uh, parlay? Are you serious? It, it just makes no sense whatsoever. And Miss Andy, yeah, how would she even know who Miss Andy is? So on and so forth. Um, also, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, Tyrion raises the fact that Cersei is pregnant. Of course, this should tell. 
Euron that uh, maybe it's not his kid because otherwise how would Tyrion know of it? Because you would think that it's not really public information. So I guess we glossed um, over that one scene with Euron because yeah. it was wasn't worth a damn thing. That's right. She's just leading. She's letting all the small folks into the castle or into the the castle walls. Uh, once again, holding them captive in case you know if she gets attacked, they die too. So uh, and then Euron. She tells Euron that she's pregnant. So I really don't. I don't. Why do we believe she's pregnant? Because Jamie believes it and Tyrion believes it. Like she's not showing any signs. So I still think there's a chance she could be lying. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's that's an interesting question whether she is pregnant or not. Um, I, you know, it looked to me like she was trying to set up uh, uh, set up uh, Euron on that child support. You know. Right. Even though it's not his kid, but uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Um, so I'm interested to see if that actually pays off. Whether you're on hearing from somebody else that shouldn't know uh, tips him off that hey, maybe it's not his kid. Probably not because you know that's that would make sense at this point. Um, and then we did have uh, what's her name, Miss Sandy, saying Drakeri's at the what, right before she was killed, which you know is telling Danny to go burn everyone there. I think is the implication. Yep. Um, I don't see so, any other reading of that. Right, and maybe if those people up north were a little bit nicer to Sandy, yeah, and, and then, so that that I mean maybe this is the tipping point where that Danny or Miss Sandy's death sends uh, sends her into you know Danny into complete Mad Queen mode based on her face and you know losing all these people losing. But even if she is, let's advice. let's yeah. let's say she is. Mm-hmm. Dragons are easily taken down. <laughs> from what we've what we've seen. Yeah. Right. Uh, dragons are not a problem. They've been neutered. So right. she just says equal army versus equal army and Cersei's within the walls of a castle. So now it seems like Danny is not equal footing. She's at a disadvantage. Right. Uh, so what could she possibly do? Um and these all these all these different things it feels so forced of D&D just trying to even the playing field. Because, hey, we have to get there quick, and so how do we explain now this nuclear option suddenly is no longer like this great thing anymore? And so I think they're really they're, – I think they're leading towards some kind of twist on all of this that we – I mean, I don't know. I keep going back and forth whether we're going to see a twist or we're going to see the Valencar or, you know, thing play out. I don't know which one it's going to be. Um, but I just it, – it's not, it's not going to be satisfying, Doug. No, it's, it's just not. no way. No. Yeah. I mean, the only uh... – <laughs> The only thing that's going to be satisfying for me is hopefully we get some decent action. Hopefully yeah. some main characters die, uh, some worthy deaths next week. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm secretly hoping that the whole thing blows up. Like, every, like seriously, like it's an apocalyptic thing. Like, you know, Danny wins the war, but still like dragon fire goes off and everybody dies. I would love yeah. it. Something like that would be somewhat satisfying to me. But yeah, we're going to be disappointed. If you think this story is going to make sense. You haven't been paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did like this episode. It seems like Varys is back in the game a little bit, um, you know, which he was always an interesting character. Him and uh, Littlefinger were two of my favorites because they're always scheming, it seemed like. Maybe um, he's no longer neutered in terms of the story. Maybe. Maybe he'll do Maybe. something. I don't know. But, again, two episodes left. What What's he going to do yeah, at this point? I think they're setting up Tyrion to be the guy that, that does the betrayal because it seems like – it seems like Varys has already showed his hand. So if he betrays Danny, it won't be a surprise to us, the audience. Right. So if there is going to be a betrayal of Danny, um, it's going to be a conflicted character like uh, Tyrion or maybe somebody we haven't thought of yet. Who knows? Which, by the way, I mean, the idea of them talking to treason in that room with a loud echo with a full voice yeah. is just another stupid scene. Yeah, can we whatever. go outside? <laughs> right. Let's go to our secret place. All right, so uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, I was disappointed by this episode um, for a number of ways. Just the sloppy st- to storytelling. I don't think it's anything's going to have a payoff. And once again, I feel like it's the existential um, problem of what does it all mean? And I don't know the story. I don't know what the story is trying to say. Uh, and I don't know if it's going to, even if it says something in the next two weeks, I don't know if it's going to be impactful. So, uh Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awful. So I'm gonna give it a 1.5. What do you got? Out of five, I, 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 point yeah. five increments. 
I'll go back to the sandwich rating system and say a Subway Veggie Club. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean a sub that's just vegetables. Ugh. No, I mean from Subway. From Subway, that's the thing is, I imagine like a sub that's just vegetables might be all right, maybe a a three, but from Subway, yeah. no way. No way. All right, guys. Uh, I guess it's all going to yeah. end. And luckily, only two more episodes of this bullshit. Uh, and we'll have our uh, Monday Night's Free again to do God knows what. Is Murphy Brown still on? I wish. In Northern Exposure. Oh, man, Northern Exposure is great. Hell yes. All right, guys. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. And we will see you next Tuesday.